Hi, welcome to Siblinghood of Recovery. Hi, welcome back, Angie Reno. I'm really excited about this because I'm going to start a tradition of episodes entitled Must Read Alert. I will summarize an article, highlight the researchers or one researcher. I do try to reach out for permission to cite the article. I'll also provide the links where you can purchase it wherever it's cited. And I'm going to capture other articles that support the research within the finding. So hopefully the other articles will be free. A little bit more, this article is fantastic because it ties in at a research level why so many parents will hear once they put their child into a therapeutic program, boarding school, or start working with a therapist, experienced and licensed in addiction treatment. It's why so many people here do the work. What does that mean? Why do we have to do the work? We just found out all these things that we never planned for When our children came into the world, what does do the work mean and why do we have to do it? Well, this article, I'll provide the full link on on my website, is entitled Prefrontal Cortex Functioning of Family Members of Those with Substance Use Disorder. Full research study, the descriptive statistic, the experiment is described. You can purchase the article off of Alcohol Treatment Quarterly. I cited a few paragraphs as much as I possibly could, because I did receive the article from one of the professors who worked on the study. The interesting part of this research is it ties in prefrontal cortex spectroscopy, and I'm not a scientist, and you can tell by how I'm saying it, right? It's a, a relatively new imaging device that measures cerebral blood flow, CBF, using near-infrared light to measure oxygenated and deoxygenated hemoglobin. What does this mean? What it means is that the researchers are actually measuring how the prefrontal cortex is, is responding to seeing a loved one with SUD, substance use disorder. What's so important about this is the data shows there's a change in how the individual, how the family member can actually have a change in their stop and go network in the brain. Now, I'm going to stop right here because I am not a neuroscientist. But what I do know is when I first found out about all of the things that was happening in my family and with my son, I was so disorganized at a brain level. And I'm sure a lot of people have heard the term, the executive functioning part of your brain. I was hundred percent, just a mess. And what became a struggle to organize my thoughts was obviously evident to the therapeutic boarding team that took my son in because as they worked through my struggles with my son focusing just on me, they were dealing with my son's executive functioning and training him how to kind of think differently about what was going on within his own life. What I'm really grateful for and shocked at how well this was done was the therapeutic team began to separate us. Now, I don't mean separate us physically. What I mean is they separated us at a codependent level, at an enmeshment level. This was done subtly through 
introducing me to 12-step programs, introducing me to reading material. There's a phenomenal concept of your circle, your child circle, and the circle in between is your relationship. I'll talk about an amazing therapeutic boarding school and program that does that in another episode coming up because this this uh, therapeutic infrastructure is just phenomenal. But within those segments of my life with my son, I was so enmeshed with him that it was almost like we were feeling the same pain, but not really. It was very confusing. Your gut instinct of being or feeling or almost living in pain because you're watching your child is actually going on in your brain. So taking that into consideration, when you read the article, it gives you a scientific point of view of why you as a parent, why you as a family member really have to take a step back and say, how can I get myself in a better place so I can make better decisions for my child, so I can make better decisions for myself, so I can make better decisions for the family. And the further away you step away from the SUD, and I know it sounds so challenging if you're just learning about all this right now, but the further away you step from the chaos of the substance use disorder, the more you're going to give yourself the ability to think, to process information that you receive and to become stronger at an executive functioning level. It sounds like so much to put on you right now. And it is, honestly, it is. So I'm going to keep the must read alert, really simple, high level, send you to a couple articles and then on my next episode, I'm going to come, come back and kind of relate it to a story, relate it to a process and relate it to resources that are available out in the world, really. And that way you can start saying, okay, I know I'm activated. I know I'm agitated. I know that I, I can't really make all the decisions that I used to make that were easy. It just seems like such a struggle right now because there's so much happening in my life. You're right. You know, that feeling that you have, if you could take a spectroscopy of your brain, you would be proven right. And that actually is available, but that's a side note. And that's another episode. All right. So I'm going to leave you with this. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Read the uh, article links that I'm going to provide in the show notes and keep having faith. This is a big, huge change in your life. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot to go through. I'm going to say this all the time. Find a licensed therapist. Find a licensed boarding school. Find a licensed therapy program that knows what to do with addiction and knows how to provide the family unit, the counseling, the therapy, the support that they need. And find your people. Find a 12-step program. So to wrap it up, I want to thank Spencer D. Bradshaw, Assistant Professor, Marriage and Family Therapy, Human Development and Family Studies. He's at Utah State University now. He published the paper while he was at Texas Tech. Both states, I have a soft spot in my heart, especially Texas. I lived there for 20 years. And um, yeah, but but look for the article or parts of the article on my website www.siblinghoodofrecovery.com. 
The article will be under the research tab. Check out Get Help. There's lots of links there. There's lots of good, solid information to help get you in the right place and to help with more self-education. The biggest message is you're not alone. Okay, that's it for now. I'll be back. Bye.